time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart. They've got passion for God. They're leading intercession on their schools. They're set apart, consecrated under God. And they've got a vision and a mission for their life. How do I even follow that? Like, I don't know. I got nothing. I love you too. Um, I want to I talk about something that God's been walking me through all my life. Um, and it's an ongoing thing. It's a fight. You know, and it's a fight for all of us. And that's fear. Um, in eighth and ninth grade, before I was saved, I struggled with fear of people so much that I couldn't go into my school cafeteria. Like, I would wander the hallways because I just couldn't go in and imagine all those people staring at me. And they wouldn't even be looking at me. And now everyone is looking at me. And <laughs> God has shown me that fear is used by the enemy. Like, think about all the, the uh, church plants and all the prayer meetings that would, could be stopped by fear. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but New Life has been through a thing or two. And if we listen to fear, we wouldn't be here. Fear is powerful. Satan knows that. The enemy knows that. He wants to use that. He wants to stop your personal ministry. He wants to stop the kingdom advancing. If you're afraid of rejection of people, of praying for someone, of giving an encouraging word, of keep being accountable to someone, you're not going you're not gonna advance. Um, two years ago, I was in Alabama on a trip with my family. We were in a restaurant, and there was a completely bald lady, and, you know, because she was on, going through chemo, and God's like, I want you to go pray with her. And I was like, false. Like, my stomach's, like, all getting all butterflies, and I'm, like, shaking, and I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm like, no. And God's like, yes. And I'm like, no. And God's like, yes. And so I finally go over, and I'm like, hi, um, are you bald because you have cancer? Cause like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't even know if you believe in God, but I feel like he wants you to pray for me. And I was just totally expecting her to freak out. And she's like, okay. So then on my way out, I prayed for her. And on my way out, her, her, her niece or her daughter got my address. And they sent me a letter in the mail a few months later. And her cancer was in remission. And yeah, no, it's like, why do you think I was afraid? Why do you think that there's been made a culture of fear of strangers? It's so stuff like that doesn't happen. You know, the enemy is using that fear. So, like, the kingdom doesn't advance. Um, so how do we get over this fear? It's our identity. Um, and the example is, if I walk into a room, and if I walk into a room with five of my friends, in which situation am I more confident? With five of my friends, right? Because I have something in that room to identify with. Okay? So Jesus was a man, and his last name was not Christ. Christ comes from the Greek word Christos, which means uh, the anointed one. So God leaned over the balcony of heaven, in the words of David Perkins, and said, Jesus, you are the anointed one. You are the Messiah. And Jesus found his identity in that. There were times he struggled. He cried blood. He struggled with that identity so much. But he finally went all the way to the cross for it in that identity. So Christians means, it, it, the Greek word is Christ, Christianos, and it means the anointed ones. How powerful are we if we find our identity in that? We are the anointed ones. Last year... Um, I was in class, and we weren't doing anything, and God was like, leave class. So I did, and I was out in the hallway. I'm like, okay. And he's like, hi, son. Clear as you hear me now. Like, that's all I wanted to say. He didn't have anything after that. It's like, how does that change the way I think when the God who could blow up the whole planet or whatever he wanted calls me son? He called me son. Like, oh. And so, I lost my place. 
So, okay, I spend about 30 hours a week at this church. I'm the janitor here. And I see fear in people. I see fear in people. And why do you think, do you think God pulled you out of your sin and your, your muck and your mire so you can be popular? Or you can sing well or something? No, he pulled you out of that to advance his kingdom. We are different from the kids at our school. We have an identity in Christ. Um, so, um, and the last thing is, it's not based on feeling. If you base it off feeling, I wouldn't have gotten up on the stage. This was nerve-wracking for me. Um, it's not based on feeling. Just like we worship God, whether we feel it or not. When we do, like Faith's the saying, it's mind-blowing. It changes your life. But even when we don't, we still worship because he's God. So even when I feel nervous and I don't want to get up on the stage, I still do because I know who I am. I know I have nothing to fear. The Bible says we can approach the throne of God with confidence. If we can approach the God of the ages with confidence, how much more can we approach mere men with confidence? It's like sometimes life is just like a roller coaster. You get, you get strapped in, and then on the way up is when you're freaking out. But it's too late now. You're already strapped in. I already obligated to come up on the stage. It's too late now. I got to come up and preach this. So um, if you guys, if there's anyone in here who wanted to be rooted in the word, to be rooted in love, to be desperate for his presence, to, be, to have courage in your school, or wanted to know Jesus tonight, I just want to invite you to come up here right now. And over time, this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom. I'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart. They've got passion for God. They're leading intercession on their schools. They're set apart, consecrated under God. And they've got a vision and a mission for their life.